Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Amanda Nybert. Amanda Nybert is a registered dietitian specializing in weight loss nutrition, and she's the founder of Lean. In today's episode, we discuss why you should not make weight loss your New Year's resolution and the key behaviors that will lead to permanent changes in your health and well-being. I've got to say, Amanda is one of my favorite reoccurring guests. She's also a friend and a contributor at AIM7, and whenever she speaks, I listen. But before we get started today, please take a moment and hit the subscribe button on whichever listening platform you are joining us from so that you never miss an episode of The Blueprint. So now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Amanda, it is wonderful having you back. I always love seeing your face. Uh, enjoy your practical wisdom. So here we are getting ready for the new year, a time where people are starting to kind of think about, oh, maybe we want to make a change in my health. You've helped almost 50,000 people in their nutrition and weight loss journeys. So what are some of the keys to long-term success? Well, Eric, I'm excited to be back. I love being on your podcast. And I love this question because especially as we, you know, start this new year, you know, one of the biggest things that I really try to encourage my clients and followers is stop making weight loss your New Year's resolution, because that's why you continue to fail. That's a big um, record scratch. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and and I, I always say, like, if you're making the same New Year's resolution, every year, your plan and your processes are not working. And that's really what you have to dial in on. And what I try to explain to people, it's like, if you sit down in the new year and you say, I'm going to walk an extra thousand steps a day for the next 12 months, I'm going to drink more water every day for the next 12 months. I'm going to eat half my plate of veggies every meal for the next 12 months. It's like, if you really dial down on small you know, permanent lifestyle changes that you know are going to ultimately optimize your health at the end of 12 months, you're going to have lost weight. Your thought process is more the habits or behaviors, and then the end result's going to happen. It's kind of like in sports, the process, right? So yeah. what are some of those things in the process that people need to be thinking about and those habits that lead to success? Yeah. And I mean, it's the habits that we do consistently. And that's where people fail. The first of the year, you know, I love the all or talking about the all or nothing mindset. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone lives in the all or nothing mindset in January. It's like you're all in, you're 100% focused. The only thing you're doing is, you know, dealing with your health and wellness. But then a couple of months later, life comes back at you, you know, and it's all of a sudden you can't be 100% focused. So it's really about your ability to follow through with these healthy habits consistently. And, and these are the ones that I feel like are the most important, you know, not even really talking about nutrition, because I think that that's a whole nother subset. But at the end of the day, it's like eat healthy, you know, I mean, <laughs> don't overcomplicate it, you know, eat a lot of plants, eat a lot of vegetables, eat a lot of fruit, eat a lot of, you know, whole food, uh, nutrition, eat a lot of protein, you know, avoid all the processed junk period. But in addition to that, the things that I think people overlook when they're looking to optimize their health, number one would be sleep. Mm. Sleep is absolutely most people's missing link. 
You know, I think that there's a, a, obviously a set of people that are just not getting sleep at all. You know, the quality of their sleep is poor. CDC said it's at epidemic proportions. I I agree. I agree. You know, we're on our devices much longer. We're, you know, we're waking up in the middle of the night. We have a hard time going to sleep, you know. Um, And then I think that there's a set of people that think they're getting good sleep but they're really not, mm. you know, they're in bed and they, their eyes are closed for seven hours, but they're not getting that deep sleep. They're not getting that REM or they're not getting enough of it. So they're not getting that recovery aspect that we really need to optimize our health when it mm. comes to sleep. I also know that there's some really good research around. I mean, if we take it back to nutrition just for a second and overeating, because when you don't get enough sleep, Leptin and ghrelin get a little screwed up. And I think it's 350 calories, but people that are sleep deprived can consistently overeat because they're dysregulated. And I know in my personal life, like I've been traveling quite a bit lately and I find myself getting hungry at weird hours. I'm like, I'm not really hungry. Something's off. Oh, well, I need to go to sleep. And that's a, that's a real big key. Cause it's almost like you lose a bit of that self-control that you normally would have. Yeah, absolutely. So, and again, I tell people, it's like, if if you're overwhelmed with eating healthy, focus on optimizing your sleep, you know, mm. it will matter. It will matter. I think the next one is absolutely movement. You know, we are sitting more than we ever have. I, I heard someone quote, you know, sitting is the new smoking. And I agree with that. If we look at our step counts, you know, they're kind of miserable. We're in, in Zoom meetings, you know, we're stuck behind a desk. Um, So I think another just really simple goal is, you know, um, be more active. And, and I think for a period of time, we under undervalued steps, you know, it was like, oh, you have to be in the gym, you know, walking is not going to cut it. But at the end of the day, you know, if you can add an extra, you know, thousand, two thousand, three thousand steps to your daily average, it will matter 12 months later. hundred percent. I think you and I would both agree aside from nutrition. And I would say sleep is probably is number one, but If there's almost anything that you can do agnostic of your nutrition habits to improve your health and longevity, it's exercise. I mean, it's going to improve insulin sensitivity. It's going to improve your ability to maintain muscle mass, which we know is correlated to longevity. Like it truly is medicine. And so just moving a little bit more, you're going to feel dramatically better. And I know that we're kind of in these winter months now, but, and I get people just like you, you have a bigger social media following people probably hitting you up with all sorts, but they're like, Hey, I live in this part of the country or that just suck it up. (laughs) Make it happen. You know, I love you because we both did the same way. It's like, you know, I had somebody the other day, they're like, well, you talk about sunlight all the time, Eric, and it's dark out here. So yeah, you just got to go out a bit more. Yeah. I get up early early and walk. Huh? Put your snow boots on yeah. and go for it's good for you. That hey, there's your cold exposure right there, too. Yeah. There you go. So you can get two for one. Cause you live in Kentucky. It's I mean, I I you and I lived in the same area. Four seasons. We we well, we might only have two seasons, summer and winter, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the temperature it it does change. And I mean, I think for me, a lot of times I will try to do more tours around the house. I'll try to go up mm. and down my stairs more often. I'll run my vacuum more. I'll, you know, take laps, you know around um, my house. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's not impossible. You know, everyone has their own barriers, but if it means enough to you and and a thousand steps, you know, again, you walk around your house for like 30 minutes. There you go. Yeah. Doing chores and stuff really adds up. And something I've been focusing on is working from home as I call them little exercise snacks. 
Yes. So every 30 to 45 minutes, just like 10 squats or five yeah. push-ups or just micro dose it throughout the day. And you'd be surprised how much volume that'll add up to be. Absolutely. And I mean, I think in addition to steps, because I, I feel like when we talk about exercise, people get overwhelmed, you know, I mean, there's definitely a, a set of people that are just like, I'm not going to the gym. But if you are going to the gym, and you are making exercise a priority, it's got to be strength based. You know, I mean, I think we went through this whole kind of two years of like everybody's on their bike, you know, everybody's on their treadmill, which I mean, again, it's not a bad thing. Something's better than nothing. But if you're not prioritizing building muscle mass, then you are not prioritizing building your metabolism. I love this. All right. So we have sleep and movement. Is there anything else that you think? Oh, just in terms of like, again, I think about creating like the schedule that allows you to do healthy habits, like creating things like I'm going to meal plan once a week. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do some cooking. I'm going to, you know, prepare myself for success. I think we're so dependent on quick, fast, and easy. Mm -hmm. And I always say, you know, especially when it comes to nutrition, it's like, it's effortless to eat like crap in the United States. It takes absolutely zero effort, but mm -hmm. it takes effort to eat healthy. Now, it's a matter of like, what does that effort look like? If you get to mealtime and you've done nothing to consider, prepare or plan for what that meal is going to look like, then it's going to take a lot of effort to, right. to whip out a healthy meal. But if you've taken time, you know, an hour once a week to consider your food, to, to prep your food, to kind of plan ahead, then that process is going to be effortless. So it's really kind of looking at all the habits that mattered, you know, for you, like your sleep, your exercise, your step count, your nutrition, and finding ways that you can make those more effortless. Mm, I love it. Because when you can do these things, you're lowering the barriers, which make it easier to, to be successful. And, you know, I think go, going back to the old coaching adage, when you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. And so I know that's a hard truth, but the reality is, you're gonna, it's gonna take a little bit of effort, but you could start small with just lunches. Yeah. And that's, that's for me, the biggest hangout for me. So every Sunday, I literally make the same thing and it's just roasted vegetables and protein. And then I'll have some rice in the refrigerator because I usually come home from working out. I'll eat that and I'll do it at my desk because morning and night, it's a lot easier. That just lowers all the barriers for me and it makes it so much easier for success. So we've got sleep movement, and then creating the habits or the, or the routines or the schedule that's going to allow you to be successful for the long run. I think for me, the biggest take home here is stop making weight loss your New Year's resolution and focus on the behaviors and you're going to get to where you want to go. Yeah. It's, it's the micro things that matter that really impact the macro, you know, goals. So focus on those more. Now, if somebody does want to lose some weight or does want to get on a healthy journey in regards to their nutrition, and let's just say that's going to be their goal, we're going to follow your advice. And this year we want to make, you know, we want to get those habits in line around our nutrition. You have a great course called Lean. We'll put a link in the show notes for that. But can you give the, the listeners just a quick 
30 second on what that is and why it's been so successful? Yeah, I mean, my signature program, it's seven weeks. It's called Lean. It actually stands for Living Energized and Nourished. And this is ultimately what I really help my clients to achieve is find these kind of micro habits that they have to do forever, hold them accountable, you know, support them on a daily basis for as long as they need to make these second, you know, nature. Cause you know, I always say, whatever you do to lose weight or become healthier, you have to do to sustain weight loss and sustain health. So especially in the new year, when people kind of, you know, dive into these kind of radical approaches that are unsustainable, that's when they're, you know, on the diet roller coaster where they're gaining and losing and gaining and losing. So in lean, I teach you about general nutrition, hold you accountable, make habits important and um, see long-term results. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you learned something new today, please take a screenshot of the podcast with your smartphone and share it on social media and make sure to tag Amanda and myself. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.